Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. On October 10th, 1973, Vice President Spiro T. Agnew resigns. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. He'd come out of nowhere, really, to become a national figure. Spiro Ted Agnew had been governor of Maryland in the late 1960s when Richard Nixon fought his way back to win the GOP presidential nomination in 1968. I again proudly accept that nomination for president of the United States. As Nixon looked around for a running mate, he, and he alone apparently, kept raising Agnew's name. George H.W. Bush, then a young congressman from Houston, had briefly been in the mix. Nixon liked Agnew's pugnacity. He was always obsessed with toughness, and the Republican convention went along with Nixon's choice. In office, Agnew was an architect and spokesman for a conservative populism that sought to undermine trust in institutions, chiefly in those of the press. In 1969, in Des Moines, Agnew launched an attack on network news coverage, saying, The purpose of my remarks tonight is to focus your attention on this little group of men who not only enjoy a right of instant rebuttal to every presidential address, but, more importantly, wield a free hand in selecting, presenting, and interpreting the great issues in our nation. The message, an unelected elite was suppressing conservative opinion, distorting President Nixon's positions, and forcing liberal views on the American public. Agnew added, Of the men who produce and direct the network news, the nation knows practically nothing. Of the commentators, most Americans know little other than that they reflect an urbane and assured presence, seemingly well-informed on every important matter. We do know that to a man, these commentators and producers live and work in the geographical and intellectual confines of Washington, D.C. or New York City, the latter of which James Reston terms the most unrepresentative community in the entire United States. Both communities bask in their own provincialism, their own parochialism. We can deduce these men read the same newspapers. They draw their political and social views from the same sources. Worse, they talk constantly to one another, thereby providing artificial reinforcement to their shared viewpoints. This'll tear the scab off those bastards, Nixon remarked to the speech's author, Patrick J. Buchanan, after reading a draft. And with the help of William Sapphire, Agnew would also say, In the United States today, we have more than our share of nattering nabobs of negativism. They have formed their own 4-H club, the hopeless, hysterical hypochondriacs of history. And yet on this date in 1973, the rule of law caught up with the vice president, who had received cash payoffs while in national office. In the end, Agnew pled no contest to a charge of federal income tax evasion and resigned. In his place would come Congressman Gerald Ford of Michigan, who would in turn rise to the presidency in August 1974. Agnew has been the subject of renewed interest of late because of the work of Rachel Maddow, whose podcast and book on the disgraced vice president are well worth engaging. 
and his story resonates today for obvious reasons. An ideologue who stoked resentments, he was also guilty of corruption. And his fall was among the causes of the rise of right-wing media, for conservatives believed they needed loud and persistent voices to make the case for their heroes. In an odd way, then, we're living in the world Spiro Agnew helped create. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge, Margot Gray, and Chris Basil. Production assistance by Andy Jaskowitz and Adam Macias. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.